other day I was walking my cat. Uh, I know you guys probably think it's a weird thing to be walking a cat, but you have to understand, it's a big cat. And I swear to God, I swear to God, I do walk a cat. It follows me around just like a dog. It, it stays at heel, sits when I stop, does everything a dog does except take a dump on the street so I don't have to pick anything up. But anyway, long story short, I was walking the cat, just going around the block once. Uh, it's in a harness. My cat Penelope, she's the most adorable thing in the world. She's great. Um, meows at other cats. She's just the best thing. But let me get to the point. So when you walk a cat, there's not that much interaction that you can have. A cat is still a cat, even if it follows you on a leash. So you get to do a lot of thinking. So I was thinking, and I came up with what I consider to be a breakthrough in Bigfoot theory. Now, understand. We have this theory that Bigfoot are just like this endangered race of these tall humanoid ape-like creature. Skunk apes, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever. And then I thought to myself, every time we have a report of a Bigfoot, for the most part, like occasionally we'll get like families of Bigfoot, but it's always from afar. We never get any close-ups. Never like It's very hard to understand, to, to, to really decide what we're looking at. But what we do know, we do know that Bigfoot are theoretically mammals. Now, I still have to work out the details of my theory, but I think that so far we have only seen one gender of Bigfoot, which means that there is an entire gender of Bigfoot we have yet to see. So why would we only be seeing male Bigfoot? And I think I've got it cracked. Bigfoot are less of a mammalian species and more akin to bees, with one larger female Bigfoot living in a cave, spawning male Bigfoot that go out into the world. And that is what we see. Hi, my name is Thomas Sinclair, and I guess we should start the show. Welcome to Stranger Limits. We have a lot to talk about today. First of all, I want to clarify a little something uh, about the, um, I've been getting a lot of emails, a lot of angry emails, a lot of mean emails, which I think is uncalled for, but I understand, I understand your frustration. A lot of people are, are new. This is a very old podcast that we've been doing. We've been going at this for quite a while, over 10 years at this point. I don't want to congratulate myself, but well done, Thomas. Um, and, but anybody who's new to this podcast will go into our archives and find them completely empty. Now, I've already explained, we've, uh, we've changed hosting services. We've done this in the past. Uh, but now, this time, when we changed the hosting service, there was an error and something. Like, th the episodes are not lost. Don't, there's no need to panic. Everybody can, you, you can all stay calm. You can stop with the absolute deluge of insulting, angry emails. Uh, if you want to direct your energy somewhere, I, there's my Patreon. You can also go to my shop. There's plenty. I have these flat-brimmed. Uh, hats that say Stranger Limits on them. Beautiful hats. Get those. That'll, that's the best way I think one can spend their energies. And they're harder dollars. Uh, not that we're hurting. Not that we're hurting. We're doing fine. It's just, you know, it helps with the hosting. Helps with any any trips. I have uh, I have an important trip coming up in a few in a few weeks. We're, uh, we're going on location. Uh, we've also done this in the past. We've gone to, uh, we've gone to Edinburgh. We've uh, visited a castle there, looked for ghosts. Didn't find anything. Uh, I think it's because my, my voice was too loud. That being said, um, so anyways, it, you can stop with the, with the angry emails. Uh, everything's going to be fixed soon. 
Uh, the, the episodes still exist. I, I, I do not throw out anything. Everything is secure. It is double encrypted, as I always recommend that you do, to make sure that um, your, your information remains yours. My information remains mine. So everything's going to be fixed. It may take a few weeks. I've been going back and forth with the new provider, uh, and, and, and they're, they're, just, they're just taking care of it. So um, let's, let's just dive right in. Um, so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the uh, Saturn, the alligator. Um, this, I came upon I that a, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And apparently somewhere in May, I believe, the, um, the alligator named Saturn, who was allegedly Hitler's, Adolf Hitler's of the Third Reich, very own alligator, uh, died at the age of 84, which means he, he was born in 1936. Uh, and he was very, very quickly, he was given to Hitler. He was born in the United States, which, uh, which is very interesting. He was, he was born in the United States in 1936 and given to, to Germany. Um, and, and now I see like the articles all say that he did not actually belong to Hitler, but you gotta ask yourself this question. Why would the United States in 1936 give Germany an alligator. Now, let, let, let's sink in. Like, what, what, what is an alligator? It's, it's, it's essentially a living tank. It's, it's, it's huge. They live very long lives. Um, maybe not in captivity, but in the wild. And, and they're, they're just humongous, dangerous creatures. I, I, I'm trying to understand why the United States would give Germany, post-World War I Germany, and remember, Germany was allegedly our enemy during World War I, uh, why would we give them an alligator of all things? Now, you would think that if we were trying to, if the United States was trying to flex its muscle and really just show some, some dominance, we'd give them something more symbolic, maybe give them a bald, bald eagle or something, something, something great, something, something typically American, maybe, a, I, I, I don't know, maybe a bear. But we, we decide to give them an alligator, which is just a bizarre thing. It's very Floridian. And so, so we give them this alligator. And after the war, there's these rumors that it's, it, it, it used to belong to Hitler. Um, now, if it belonged to Hitler, how, how did it wind up in the Berlin Zoo? Is, is curious. You'd think it would end up, it, it would end up in Brazil where, with, with Hitler and with, um, with, with all the other Nazi... Um, not, not Nazi regime that you know escaped the Nuremberg trial, but it, it it remained in Berlin and and so I've I have this sort of theory. Now we know that generally speaking, politicians and and, and analysts can see trends coming uh, decades in advance. World War One was not a surprise. World War Two was not a surprise. Um, Gulf War was not a surprise. Every, every analyst, every political scientist, they, they see these things coming. So by 1936, World War II was already... I mean, it was already a thing. So again, we, 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 knew, we knew that Germany would not end up being a friend. Um, but we're giving him an alligator that theoretically hands up in in Hitler's in Hitler's hands. So my theory is, is very simple is, is that the United States tried to stop World War II early on by assassinating Hitler with an alligator. Now this may sound crazy, 
but think about it. Like, there's so many things you can do with an alligator. Alligators digest very slowly. You could you could put a bomb in an alligator. Um, you can train the alligator to attack. Um, clearly, it was unsuccessful. But I mean, remember, the United States, this is not the craziest thing that, that, that that's ever come out of U.S. intelligence. Uh, we, we've tried to kill Castro in so many so many different crazy ways: uh, exploding cigars, poison lipstick, whatever. Like nothing nothing was too cartoonish for the United States to try to kill another world leader. And and there's no reason to believe that that only started with Castro in Cuba. There's every reason to think that this is the kind of stuff that's been going on ever ever since the revolution. But anyways, so um, Saturn uh, finally died at the age of 84 in at, at the Berlin Zoo. Um, now, was he just some random animal or was he a forgotten U.S. hero? I, I guess we'll never know. Like, I, I've got this animal theme going on today, so I'm, I'm going to kind of stick with it. So um, another thing I found is... Uh, and, you, most people have been listening here for, for a couple of years, at, at least, like, or, or from the very beginning, and thank you very much, everybody that's been here for, for all these years. Uh, you, you, make, you make me very, it's just it's so great to have listeners that just, just, just stick around. Like, we, we've had our ups and downs. We've, we've had our, our run-ins with the law, and we've had these, these, uh, these, these situations where, uh, I mean, there was that law in, like, five years ago. I had to spend uh, a bit of time in jail. But I, we, don't like to, we don't like to talk about that. But the thing is, <laughs> you all know I have a crippling fear of sharks. Ever since I saw the movie Jaws, God damn you, Steven Spielberg. Um, and I, I don't mean this in a mean way. This is, it's a compliment to the quality of the movie Jaws that it, it made me, specifically, who's, I'm, I'm not afraid of much. I mean, I, I speak my mind on the internet about conspiracy theories and UFOs and, and all sorts of stuff that usually the government would stop at nothing to silence. Uh, but I'm, I'm too public. Like, I'm, I'm, I've made myself untouchable at this point. But it's... I, you you can see how I'm not someone who's afraid. Like not on a I'm not naturally afraid. You have to reason me into fear. Um, to to so to have a, a movie have such such an impact on me that I am I, I I usually don't even like going to a public pool. And I you don't need to send me emails or tweet at me that of course a shark can't live in a pool. I understand. This is what we call an unreasonable fear. I, I still, I still go to the beach. I still, I, I still bathe. It's just, it's just like this thing that's always in the back of my mind, just gnawing at me, like, like a shark would do. So, anyways, there's this new species of shark that uses its fin to walk. I'll let that sink in a little bit. This, it's not a big shark. Um, and it's also not walking. It's, it's you're not gonna go like you're not gonna go to Daytona Beach and you're gonna be walking around. And suddenly, sharks are just coming out of the surf. Yet, because it, it's just the only it, 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 all it's doing is just walking on the sea floor. It uses its fin to walk on the sea floor. So it, it doesn't look or act like a shark. It helps it hunt prey, which is the kind of strategy that could definitely translate to an actual land shark. Now hear me out. Like I'm we we keep discovering new species all the time. We we keep finding out like the moment we dive into the ocean, we just walk out with like two new species of jellyfish, a new shark and and then like three new tunas. Like there's we're always finding new things. 
Um, now, a lot of these things are just, they're, they're, they're not new, new, like sharks have been around for millions of years. But the idea that there are, are species of animals that we just have never seen before is, is, is terrifying. Uh, I don't like it. So, and, and the, the idea that this, this species of shark uses like this, this technique to walk, like what, what is there to say that there isn't? And, and I mean, this is cryptid territory, which again, a lot of people like to like to poo-poo on cryptids because cryptids don't exist. But like, there's no such thing as a Sasquatch. But again, like we have photos, we have evidence, we have it's not substantial evidence. It's not like, like we we know there's a lot of people that there's there's a lot of hoaxes, uh, of course. But why why does like why does this meta myth persist? It's because there's there's got to be something. And I know this is going back to like the, the idea of irrational fears. But what if there is a species of shark? Or maybe like in a thousand years. Or I don't know how long evolution takes. But what if sharks do develop, like dangerous sharks, big sharks, develop the capability of just being able to hunt on land? And, and 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 that's the whole point. That's the whole point of this evolution of this shark they found, is that it 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 evolved to take advantage of its fin to walk on the seafloor and hunt better. Well, imagine a tiger shark or a or, or a great white evolving that ability, just to be able to just just, just for a few seconds just go on 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 the beach and just grab your kid, just grab your kid and just drag it back in the ocean, just eat it there. And this is this isn't as crazy as you may think. Bull sharks can hunt in less than three feet of water. I mean, from 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 a, a developmental point of view, like they're already working on it. This is already happening. It's just not happening to the level where they have fins that allow them to walk on the beach. But maybe soon. Alright, well talking about animals, let's let's finish up with one um one more animal that I well, to a certain degree I'm kinda of tired to talk about this one, but we are getting close to we're getting close to the elections. Um we are going to have to talk politics more and more. It's not I, I don't like to talk about normal politics because for two reasons. First of all, there's no there's no such thing as normal politics anymore. I don't think there ever was. I think this is one of the things that uh, that our access to information now is is revealing to us is that we we've never really had normal politics ever since ever since the, the, the foundation of this great nation. There's always been public politics, and then there's been like shadow politics. Anyway, and, and, and in the realm of shadow politics, it, it you know it, it goes from just like you know tax evasion, really boring things, things with numbers, and, and just ways that the rich just get richer and stay rich. Which is, I mean, in a way, it's fine if you if you I don't like to say it like that, but because I know a lot of my listeners don't have the opportunities that maybe I've had or other people have had, but at the same time, if you see an opportunity. No matter what it is, you sh- you should just grab it. Like I, this is one of the things I always tell you guys: if if you see an opportunity to to better yourself, to better your circumstances, you shouldn't let it pass. And and and, and that's that's the same thing in politics. Politicians they see opportunities, to let it pass. It's just that 
where the opportunity you see is maybe to get like uh, to get ten percent off your next car, uh, their opportunity is to trade ten thousand lives for a million dollars. We can argue about the morals and ethics of that. Um, I I think it's despicable, but we, we anyways. So, but then there's just this layer of this this shadow politics. Where it gets into the, the the more high strangeness, the 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 longer term things, and I was reading this uh, this article. It, it's actually it's 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 satire. Like I want I want to preface it. It's a satire article that says that uh, Donald Trump, President Trump, was developed in a, a lab, like genetically engineered to um, to basically sabotage the United States. Um, where where. I've had this conversation on Twitter several times. Um, I've had this conversation through email. I've had it on Facebook. I've had it during conferences and I've had it when I was doing presentations. People stopped me in the streets to ask me. And this is why I don't give my address anymore. This is why, this is why I don't want to put a video of me walking Penelope because you guys are smart. You guys, you guys will you'll look at this video and you'll, you'll look at landmarks. You'll, even if it's just like a tree at the corner of my street, You'll figure out what I, where I live, and that's fine. Like I like you guys. I like you guys. You guys are fine. Um, but then one of you guys just mentions it somewhere on the internet, and then my enemies know. At the moment, my enemies know. Then they, they can accost me, and they can harass me. And I, I've been through this, I, and, and I, I really, it's, this is something I just don't want to have to deal with. And this, this is why I, I'll put I'll put a video of Penelope one day. I'll just I just I want to make sure that when I, I film her walking in her harness, you can like there, there's just no landmarks that can be traced back. And also I'll I'll have to like I'll have to make sure that there's there's no tagging data, there's no location data attached to the video. Like I there, there's just there's some work to it. But I'll do it. I'll do it. Like Penelope's a great cat. You guys deserve to see see her walking around the street for me. It's just the cutest thing. So anyways, going back to that, so, so the idea of the Trump was uh, developed in the lab, like genetically engineered to uh, like, th- this is satire from the, the Borowitz report. Uh, and I, I found the article in the New York Times. It's an old article, but still. Um, but the thing is, one thing that we've learned about conspiracy theories is that usually what makes it to the public isn't, it's it's not, it, it's usually like a, the tip of the iceberg, or it's it's a facet, or or a, a, a reimagining of of reality. The same way, like like uh, say Roswell. Roswell was like an Area Fifty One. All that. Like we we keep talk talk here about well, they're aliens. Aliens that crashed in New Mexico and and they have a ship and they come from another planet. But the more we hear about, it, the more we talk about. Um, the, the, the more we, we, we hear testimonies and, and, and we find out more information, the more we realize it's, it's so much more complicated. Um, the, the science tells us that traveling from another star takes too long. And, and so, so these aliens, if they come from other planets, they would have had to start their journey hundreds of years ago, which it, it's, it's hard to think that that makes sense unless they have technology that we can't bear, can barely understand. And, and, so the theories that these aliens are actually extra-dimensional beings make it's just more logical. It's just as we uncover, as we remove layers, we we take one thing that that sounds that sounds crazy, and and then we 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 kind of peel back the onion, like we we remove covers, like it's like when you 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 go to bed and you just you just remove the duvet, and then you remove the sheets, and and then you can go to bed. Like it's 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 just there's just these layers of things. But it always starts with with this kernel, 
this 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 first initial story that may sound crazy. It may sound stupid. Like Trump is genetically engineered. That's that's crazy. That's stupid, right? But here's the thing. What if he wasn't biologically created? But at the same but but instead socially engineered. Uh, so, so, well, we know that social manipulation exists. Uh, MKUltra. There's been social manipulation uh, experiments going on since, since, since at least the 40s, probably long before that. Uh, to a certain degree, we can say that the United States is a social experiment. Uh, our, our very great country could be a social experiment. So the idea that an, an enemy, a foreign entity, whether it is like oh, it's the Russians or it's China or it's it's it's, it's maybe maybe it is aliens, someone who wants to humble the United States. Now you can't humble the United States militarily. We're 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 damn near unbeaten, unbeaten, unbeatable. We have we have military might that that, that could take down superheroes like. I, 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 would, I would defy Superman to try to take down all of the United States military. But, so the only way you can defeat the United States is to go where the United States is, is I don't want to say weak, because the United States is not weak, but uh, softer. And, and, and this, this is where we are, like, basically use our freedom against us. In, in that way, to create one person to and, and use him like a Trojan horse, use him, use him like a, a um, use him like a virus, and and construct him, or 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 take someone like take take the most eligible candidate, someone who is poised, um, like say you're a virus instead of destroying an organism on your own, you just you corrupt one of the organs. What if your lungs turned against you? Like that's what COVID nineteen is. Like it's it's your lungs turn against you. Um, not not exactly, but you understand. Like you you you, be, you basically your lungs kill you by not doing their job, uh, which is an entire other tangent I could do about the, the the employment situation. But let's not let's just stay on track a little bit. So the idea that our our president was was. B- socially engineered by by being like a bribe here or having like maybe like his his ego being fed being told oh yes you could totally be a united states president but also here here's a few million dollars or here's uh here's a uh, your your debt being forgiven in exchange for you thinking this way and 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 we, we like there's 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 all these questions about 2016 elections and all that, which really makes it seem like maybe genetically engineered isn't right. I mean, because if you were genetically engineer a U.S. president, why would you not just clone Roosevelt? Why would you just why would you just not clone Theodore Roosevelt? Clone Theodore Roosevelt, put. I don't know, Lenin's brain in there, and, and that's, 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 a, that's your Trojan horse. So if you have the biological capability to create something, why create Trump? Why, why like, that, that would be like saying, like, someone looking at my body, you've seen pictures, you, some of you have seen me live, uh, no one would just take my genetic material and decide, this is what we are going to create to destroy a country. No, that's, that's not logical. If you're creating a biological super soldier, and in this case, if you're creating a political super soldier, you're 
you want a Roosevelt. You you want um you, you want some someone that has you, you want uh, God forbid a Kennedy. You, you you want someone that has like poise, charisma, strength. Uh, and, and even if they don't have perfect health like Theodore Roosevelt, like, you have him compensated by just being absolutely crazy. Uh, and I, I guess they got the crazy right. It just, uh, the proportions for everything else are, are, are wackadoodles. So, anyways, it's, it, it's, it's an interesting, and, and I know again, like, this is satire, but how, how many times have we seen this? How many times have we seen jokes becoming reality? Like, it's, it's, some some people will say like oh yeah just the the idea the idea of Hillary Clinton running like oh that's a joke become reality the idea of Trump running that's definitely a joke become reality and and so I I think that this is something that we I, I you you guys can like I'll I'll leave like uh, I'll leave a link in the show notes you guys can go check the article for yourself and take away the genetic cloning aspect the created in a lab aspect. And, and and focus more on the idea of of engineering a human being for a specific purpose, and it's like it, it almost makes sense at that point. And, but then, like, and I don't mean to just exclusively go after the U.S. president. Um, I have my beef with the administration. I have my beef with every administrations. You 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 all know that. Um, but it brings up the question of how many of these socially engineered politicians are running the world right now and how many of them have been created and who who created them and who's holding their leash <laughs>